Shows Food for the Soul Fridays with your hosts, Waukesha Green and Audra Walker. This show is designed to help you heal, break through, and break forth. We are also here to encourage you to go beyond your limitations and design the life God has planned specifically for you. We will be sharing some kingdom principles and strategies that you can take and apply to your daily lives. It's time to be healed. It's time to be whole, it's time to be free, and it's time to live your best life right now. So with that being said, we are super excited to have each and every one of you join us as we dive into a very responsible, transparent, real, and fun conversation that's impacting lives across the globe on Food for the Soul Fridays. Now let's talk about it. baby unmute your mic girl <laughs> hey sis hey sis yes unmute your mic honey unmute how you doing sis <laughs> i am good 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 tired but good tired but good i know you be honey you be working i be on <laughs> my sister's a nurse and she be working you know how some people are gifted with so you know we all have different gifts but look that ain't one for me praise god Bus. <laughs> it is two for you. If God said it is, it I, is. I'm just a nurse in a different way. Okay. There it is. There it is. Okay. I like the way you clean that up. Okay. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> Ooh, I'm not messing with you today. Girl, look, it's been, look, we missed, well, we didn't, we didn't come on last week, right? Yeah. Nope. So it's been, it's been like a two week, weeks. And two weeks since we've been on here, but praise God, we, we're not, you know, you guys know we don't do every Friday. So, but most Fridays we are on here ready to serve you for you guys to um, help us as well, because we we love to be able to communicate. Since I am super excited, baby, about this topic that yeah. we're going to be talking about tonight. Yes. And you know what, sis, it's a topic that is needed. But yeah back off what you say yes we don't be on here every friday but we be on here most fridays and what you guys have to understand is we don't want to just put any content out there we want absolutely matters so yeah some fridays we may not be on here because you know we don't want to just oh we just have the obligation to be on here and just talk about anything we want to give y'all content that matters right guys could you know carry on and live your life with some advice You know, and, you know, we talk about real life issues and topics. And tonight is one of the topics that is needed in the minority community. Yeah. Um, With that being said, you know, um, I think this topic that we're going to discuss this is a beginning of a dialogue for many people to have in their homes. Absolutely. I know you guys see the topic vulnerability is strength. 
But when we unpack what that involves, you guys will understand what we're saying. And I'm I'm talking in riddles right now because I don't want to just give y'all a meat of our content. Right. But, um this this topic will hopefully um start a dialogue in your family, in your household. Yes. Um, because it is something that um start we authorities because it is something that Hold up, I'm trying to make sure we live on Facebook says but I'm trying to mute real quick baby it is something that there we go yeah. all right difficult is what my says y'all just bear with a give a grace for today <laughs> give a give me grace tonight y'all look <laughs> but y'all know I like to you know we like to um acknowledge who is joining us so we know yes. so sis go ahead baby you were saying this is something that will yes. be so in this a, is just, um, conversation in their homes yes yeah. in their homes and their families you know like um as minorities you know um growing up if you're a minority you know when this topic is unpacked um that it was it was a taboo you know it was something you you're not supposed to speak on you know right. it's not supposed to happen um to a minority and when i say minority y'all i mean every minority race they have not just african americans okay a right. lot of minorities um this was taboo you is this a topic they didn't discuss it was um it just wasn't you know it was the, it was like so I know growing up, it was like, it doesn't happen in our community. It This is not for us. It's not, you know what I mean? Right. But this topic happens to everyone. Everybody. Everyone. It doesn't have a color. It doesn't have a gender. Right. So it doesn't matter, you know? So let's go ahead on and unpack. Because sis, I, I am just ready to dive in. Me too, girl. I'm, I'm super excited. You know. I'm talking in riddles and I just want to get into it. <laughs> you know. Hold on, baby. Let's acknowledge who we got joining us tonight. Says, you know, we like to acknowledge. Let's yes, see who on him. Who that is? Who that is? Uh, mama on here. Hey, mama. <laughs> <laughs> who else we got joining us tonight? And praise. Thank y'all for joining us. Hi, Talk about it. That's Eric. Hey, baby. I see you. What we got? It sure does, everyone. Absolutely, yes. And then let's see who we got on um on uh the ministry page, TLT Ministries. We got Tamika Williams. Hey, Tamika, hey, sis. Hey, Thanks for joining us, baby. Yes, yes. So, sis, I'm uh, you, girl. You know, I'm so super excited. The beginning of this week, you know, and sis is right. We don't just put any content out. We just don't. We always ask for the for God's wisdom yes. and what he wants us to share and how he wants us to share it, you know, and what he wants us to say. Because what we want to do is we're here so that we can help you get to the other side yeah. and break forth and, and live a life of joy, you know. And um, I was really thinking about this. This topic came forth the beginning of this week, sis, because... Um, I was just listening to, you know, I listened to my teachings and my preachings and, and you guys be careful what you allow in your ear gates as well. I just wanted to he, just drop that in my spirit. Be yeah. careful what you allow in your ear gates every day. 
I'm pouring into me, but I'm pouring the word of God into yeah. me. So every morning, that's how I start my morning off. And so I was listening to Bishop Jakes and they were asking him, sis, um, with this holiday season, how does, uh, you know, because holidays are, this season is pretty tough for a lot of people. Yeah. And he, 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 he narrowed that thing down, sis. And I was just like, oh my goodness. He said, that is so, that is so, I was like, that's so profound. And I'll give y'all three things that he said real quick. And then we'll, we'll go ahead and continue on into the conversation, sis. But he said, she said, how, how do you deal with the holiday season? And he said, number one, break tradition. I thought that was so good because what may look normal to the world, that's not always what you're supposed to do and how right. you're supposed to do it, especially when we know the reason for the season is Jesus. You know what I'm saying? And so he, that was number one. And he, then he said, do something to give of yourself. That's, that was so good, sis. I was like, yes. So even when you bless somebody, we're giving them a word of encouragement, just telling them that Jesus love them. You know, y'all know God love you. You know, right. Jesus love you. How you doing today? And just bless them with a smile, with a hug. But that's giving of you. That was number one. And he said, number two, close your circle. Oh, this is good. Everybody don't need to be in your space. Say that again. Everybody does not need to be in your space. Everybody doesn't qualify to be in your space. Because let me tell y'all something. Where God is taking you in this new season, Come on. everybody don't fit. Everybody can't go with you. Because you don't want nobody in your space that's going to cause you any type of, um, they're not encouraging you. They're not pushing, help propel you into where God is taking you. Come on. So that's just, that's, that's. And you can't tell everybody what God is doing for you and what God showed you because everybody's not going to be happy for you. And like you say, sis, everybody is not going to encourage you. And then they're going to be like, girl, you sure you heard that from God? Oh, you so. I don't think you, you just probably think you heard it. You know, they're going to try to put doubts in your head right. and that stuff. Right. So surround your people, yourself with people who is going to be positive, encourage you, uplift you and yes. destiny. Yes. Do you want to be, if you got a dream, they're encouraging you in that dream. Girl, you can do it. Okay, let me help you find some resources. Girl, I found this for you because I know you're trying to do it. That's Say the it. One. Say it. People be like, girl, I don't know about that. That's a far stretch you're trying to do. Right. No, no, no. They start That's telling you that. The thing about it, sister, because they wasn't on the mountaintop when God gave you your assignment. Come on now. When he called you. That when part. he called me. There was no one there, but that small, still voice spoke to me. Right. Me what my assignment was. Talked to my sis. Told her what that assignment, her assignment was. To Erica, mama, what did God say to you? Right. You know, so sis, oh, that was so good. And then he said, <laughs> that, this is my favorite one, y'all. I mean, one of my favorites. Close your circle. He said, be with those that love you. Surround yourself with ones that love you and that you love them back. Everybody don't genuinely love you. That part. 
this is, you know, and this is in life. He said to get, get him through the tough holiday season, but we speak in life, y'all. This is life every single day. Surround yourself with ones that love you. When you walk, he said, when you walk in a room, their eyes light up. You feel warm being in their presence and they feel warm being in your presence. We're going uh, to gonna pause for just one moment before we move to number three. Let's see what, because we got Erica talking. Praise God. Let's see what we got, baby. What you saying? Heal the soul within. Yes. Yes. In that time where your circle is small and that's that circle may be a team of one. I'm telling you. Well, two, you and God. And then she said, yes, break traditional habits. Yes. Like I told baby girl, she's like, mom, what are we doing? Because, you know, the weekend before Christmas, this is the weekend and my family, they on their way. They should be arriving probably like 730, 8 o'clock. But <clears throat> so they coming in for the pre-Christmas pre weekend to celebrate with us. You know, the reason for the season, I'm, I'm going to keep reiterating is Jesus, y'all. But love, we decided after we lost Jeremy that for Thanksgiving, we're going to do a pre-Thanksgiving weekend. And then for Christmas, we're going to do a pre-Christmas. So that allows, though, you know, not we're not doing something, you know, on the holidays to where people are busy. So you can come the weekend prior and fellowship with us and we can love on one another. Then the following week, then you go and do what you're going to do. You know what I'm saying? But that's and that was so key because we, we see life different now, sis. You already know we see life totally different. We value relationships and we value life. Right. And I'm I'm gonna surround myself with people that love me. So we 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 breaking these traditional habits. So what else is Erica saying? Say that everybody can't be on the airplane with you, just like a rocket. The boosters fall off because they're longer, they're they longer can operate, no longer can operate at a certain level. Say it. Yes. Yes. Let me see what we got. That love you, your flaws and all. Absolutely. And that's yes. that's what we're talking about tonight. Vulnerable and then not only that friend. with the love, sis. With love, let me tell y'all something about love. Love is an action word. Absolutely. It's an, a lot of people could tell you, oh, I love you. I love you. But if they don't have no actions with that the the vocal it means nothing the devil can tell you he love you but he can't if he ain't got he ain't showing you then what say it so be careful when people tell you i love you when they tell you that say okay thank you right and watch watch their actions watch how they act towards you if they dare just to give get 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 from you and they're reciprocating, that's not loving. When I say get, that don't mean just um, monetary. I mean, like, taking your energy. Um, right. Always looking for you to uplift them and encourage them and always needing from you. But yes. you can't taking, get taking, back taking, from taking. them. Yeah, Ooh. they're taking everything from you, but you get nothing back from them. Honey, that's not love, okay? 
Right. I Be careful. It. Be careful with that. Every everything that like you said, says everything to tell you they love you. That's not love. And we talked about this a while ago. Look at the fruit that comes from that person. Because you can you can feel love. Yeah. And it is action. What what's hold on? We come, we're going down the list. <laughs> Mom said, Amen, amen. Say that. Yes. What'd you say, baby? Where's my invite? I got you, boo. Don't even trip. Don't even don't trip. forget to go on the ministry page. Yes. Yeah, let me see. What else mama's saying? You have to fill fill people out. Everybody is not for you. You sure right about Absolutely. that, mama? Absolutely. Absolutely. You sure right about that. Come on, action word. Some Show me better than you can tell me. Say it. Right. And y'all know I'm I am about that. Show me. You can tell me anything, but show me that you love me. Show me that I can be myself around you. Show me that I don't have to change who I am just to make you feel good. That part. And you know what, sis? That's what that that's what I like about our relationship. See, what people don't understand is, you know, like everybody can't take me. Right. First of all. <laughs> and I'm fine with that because I'm not for everybody. There you go. And I tell people this if I invite you into my home, or oh, you will know if I like you or not. Say it. You will know. First of all, I ain't going to just invite anybody to my home. That's for one. So but you if you do come to my home and I treat you like family, I say I love you. I mean it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, sis, it don't got people don't came with somebody. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, that person can't come back to my house. Nope. I'm not going to treat you bad. Right. But you will know you're in my tub, in my cup of tea. Absolutely. This was, yeah. Because guess what? Wisdom. If your spirit ain't right, I'm going to give you God's love, but you can't come back. <laughs> you, you know, you the thing about this is that's because we got to be careful. We got to be careful who we allow in our space. You know what? My home is my sanctuary. Exactly. You can't let everybody. My grandmother told me that a long time ago. She said, you can't let everybody in your house. Mm -mm. And I'm like, well, what you mean? Everybody can't come to your house. Everybody can't come sit under your sit at your table and break bread with you. Back then, I didn't get it because I was little. I was immature. I didn't know. Right. But as I grew older, I understood what that meant. Because, you right. know, people don't believe this, but people have spirits with them. Absolutely. And you allowing these all these people in your home and they're bringing all these different spirits in your house. Now your house is chaotic. You know, you wonder like, why wow, it used to be peaceful in my house. Now I ain't got no peace because you don't let all them spirits up in your house. Say it. So <laughs> if you allow someone to come in your house and you don't have a good feeling in that spirit, when they leave, you need to bless your house. Right. Because it's the truth. Absolutely. People will bring spirits and spirits will attach to you and attach to your home and cause all kinds of chaotic and mess in your home. And you ain't even at peace in your own home no more. Right. Then came in there and, and planted something that now you got to get rid of. That you got to get rid of. 
Be careful. <laughs> Let's see what else. What else we got here? It takes two. A relationship is two ways. Love goes both. Yes, it goes both ways. Absolutely. It does. Oh, yeah. She said it, too. That's where discernment comes in. Absolutely. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for helping us discern, you know, what's for who's for you and who is not. What's you and what is not. Praise God. Let me see. You can't let everyone. Absolutely. You really not. Can. Absolutely not. You wonder why mess happens. <laughs> exactly. Not the truth. Let's see what else we got here. I can't. I can't cross can. the thrust line. The it can't cross the threshold. It can't. You, and you're right, Erica. Ooh, it can't. Yes. Girl. Can't but look, y'all. Let me tell y'all this, right? We talking about this, but we're about to jump into the meat of this. Vulnerability. Hold on, sis. I got one more before we jump into the meat. Come on, sis, because you know I'm ready to get this topic <laughs> off. Look. Before you say one more, I know y'all, we, we up here, we excited. We just, this topic is serious. We laugh and we clowning, but this topic is so serious Absolutely. and it's so needed. But go ahead, sis, because I'm ready to jump in. <laughs> we're giving some, we're giving some tools right now, right? So what really matters in this season, he said, was his number, was number three. So number one was break tradition. Number two is close your circle. Number three is what really matters in this season. What really what really matters? First and foremost, Jesus. Time spent with family, with one another. Oh, this is so good. This is so good, you guys. You know, he they were talking about. He he said, modeling is better than mentoring. So he said, his children, even though they're grown now. He said, how did they do with the holiday season? And he said, because of what I put in them, and that was love. He said, love is on love on a budget. So that means love, it, it it love, hold up, you don't have to spend a whole lot for somebody to feel loved. Come on now. He said, I love my babies on a budget. He said, that's what he did. And so as they got older, there was no expectation where you have to get me these gifts. That's not what it was about. But when they got them, because you know what? If we receive gifts all throughout the year, it's not that's not going to be a big deal. And, you know, sis, I'll share with you. I think I already shared with this with you before. But <clears throat> the last two years, you know, every holiday season, I wasn't feeling it. And you know, I, this is the season I absolutely love, love it. And the reason being is because of course, baby, uh, my baby is not here with us, you know, Jeremy and Thanksgiving was, has, has always been our favorite holiday. Hands down. That's me and his holiday. Christmas was baby girls. She loved, we love Christmas, but that was her, that's her favorite holiday. And so the last two years I had really not been feeling it. I'm just like, eh, it is what it is, whatever. This year says before the holiday season came around, I was super excited about the season. I said, you know what? Enjoy right now. Embrace this season because what it does for me now says is it shows me 
that this is a new season is coming. A new season is coming. And then to appreciate the beauty and the love, the hope and the joy of the holiday season. That's the winter seasons. You know, and a lot of times, sis, people do. And at this time, they get depressed. They get depressed and things just start going on in their minds. And mine was literally just because I didn't have him with me to share what we've been sharing for 25 years. He's been gone for three years now. But for 25 years, I had my babies, you know, and I didn't. He was the missing, the missing link. He was gone, you know, physically, because I tell you all what, he's he's so with me spiritually. I feel his presence all the time. So I'm, I'm in a place where I celebrate my baby. But I did. I was feeling that, sis. And you know that to where I was like, it is what it is. I'm not even, you know, baby girl. He's like, mom, come on. You got to get in the holiday spirit. And I'm like, OK. OK. But this year was so different for me. It was like I broke through that place of just really um, not embracing the season, the holiday season. And so I thought that was very fitting. And I love what he said. Modeling is better than mentoring. What are you showing? What are you showing your children that's important in this season, in life, period? But he says specifically this season, what's important? It's not the gifts. It's the love. And God loved us enough to send his only son. The ultimate gift. The ultimate gift. And once we understand, really, truly understand what this season means, then game over. But then in that, then we're able to really express love, share hope, joy, all of that. So, sis, hold up. Before we do that, there's a comment. Oh, hold on, baby. There's one. Jesus modeling it. Jesus modeling is better than mentoring. Absolutely. Love on a budget. Yeah. It's about spending time and there you go baby it is and let me say this sis we're not telling you guys not to buy gifts we're that's not what we're saying right right if that's what you love to do buy the gifts but what we're saying in that is teach your kids it's okay to receive gifts but it's also good to give gifts there you go because yeah. if you don't teach them to also reciprocate in giving they're gonna always think every every christmas i supposed to get something and i'm not supposed to give nothing back because i have seen kids you know what well, this ain't what i want they're ungrateful right they, they feel like you supposed to but then when it's like, well, what did you, why would I have to use my money to get somebody something? You know, that's not teaching them what it's about. Right. Christmas is not about gift giving. It's about Jesus. But you live in this world and society has, you know, the, the gift giving comes from when um, Jesus was born and they bought gifts. That's where the gifts 
come from. So, yes, to honor him. To honor him. Yes. So if you so in giving your kids gifts, tell them the story about Jesus when he was born and how the gift came about. There you so go. maybe in your kids, thank you, Holy Father. Maybe then your kids will understand ain't all about getting a gift. And you have to be appreciative of what your parents get you because not, you know, as a kid, you don't understand. Um, you know, your parents may not have it at the moment to get you this expensive gift. Right. Be grateful what you got because most times they're going to get you what you need. Right. And they probably get you one thing you might want, but it's okay. Exactly. Because let me tell y'all something. Growing up, I knew my mom, I and I looked forward to it. I loved, I knew my mom was going to get me a toy, but I also knew I was getting clothes. Right. And I also knew I was getting new pajamas and a robe. Right. And you know what? <laughs> I looked forward to the robe and the pajama more than I did the toys. Right. I love my robes, you know, and I was grateful. I knew I was getting socks. You know, I was grateful. And deodorant, girl. Did you get deodorant for Christmas, too? No, she didn't give us that. Girl, uh, Medea gave us uh, deodorant, girl. That, that old school roll-on deodorant. Yeah. Oh, Lord. We ain't gonna talk about that. <laughs> right. But the thing about it was you was grateful to get it, right? Right. I was you like, hold up now. <laughs> and that's what I'm getting at. You know, kids today don't be grateful. Like, if they didn't, they are, I told you I wanted this PS5. And you got me a uh, 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 Nintendo Switch. Right, right. Be grateful. You got something. I'm trying to say got nothing. You said you better say that. <laughs> but that is so true, sis. Well, let's see. Okay, then we're going to go on and dive in, baby. What we got? Say, uh, say it. Celebrate. I completely understand when you don't when you don't want to. But I remember a light-skinned lady told me I needed to. She talking about Jeremy. Yes, baby. <laughs> to celebrate his life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so my glad my babies, I'm glad my babies say we get stuff all the time. Mom, can we buy people blankets or food? And that's right. Every, and that's, all the time. Yes. Our, you know, we just... In love, we give. Right. We just we give all through the all through the year, you know. So, and 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 a lot of times, you guys, what what you got to be careful is you don't want to. And I love that how he said modeling, modeling, modeling is better than mentoring. So, what are you? What are we as parents showing our children? Right. What's important? And you know, it, don't try to buy them. Right. Love. Don't try to buy them. Because that's right. what they have an expectation for you. Right. And you know my baby's full. Yeah. And I meant that, but she also knows the value of stuff. So we asked her, what do you want for Christmas? As we did the oldest, what you want? You may not get everything, but you're going to get some things. You know, my baby said, I want some books. Already. That's my niece. I want some books. Give me some books. <laughs> Honey. And I told her, I was like, okay, well, um, we had missed her because I was going to take her back to the school to, to get whatever book she wanted for Christmas, whatever. We missed it. It was closed. I said, okay, go on Amazon. Um, 
you know, screenshot and send me all the books that you want. Right. So she wanted these series. And then it was like um, three extra books or whatever. So we got um, two of the series that she wanted. And we got her some clothes. Right. My baby was, I said, well, um, I don't know what kind of, she's like, I don't really need toys. I don't want anything. Just give me some books. And and clothes is fine. I really don't need clothes either, mom. But if I know you're going to do it anyway, but I just really want books. Right. There you go. And you know, that did my heart so good because at eight years old, you're responsible. You're mature. You know, some grown-ups be like, I don't want no books and I want what I want, you know? Right. It's like, I really don't need clothes. I have a lot of clothes. Absolutely. I just want some books. My yeah. baby loves to read. That's good, honey. Look, her auntie love to read too. I'm reading every day, baby. So, yes. <laughs> I tell her that to auntie reads every day too, baby. Let's well, see what we mama said. Then we're going to really unpack this topic. Because just be thankful that you are here and love being with your family. Yes, absolutely, mother. absolutely. And so yes. we're gonna go on ahead and dive in. Says there's two two parts to vulnerability is strength that I wanted us to talk about. And the very first one is creating a safe place. Us creating a safe place for those to be very vulnerable. <clears throat> Sis. Let me tell you where this came from. Of course, you know, it. at the beginning of the week, it, it began to operate on the inside of me. My spirit, man, was just, it was bubbling. And then all over the news, all over social media, Twitch, he passed. And you know, it does something to me when I hear somebody commit suicide. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, Father, this topic is so right now. I kept looking, you guys, I kept looking at this man because, you know, he was Ellen, uh, Ellen's DJ for years and he, the choreographer, all that. He used to do all that. And so I'm looking at him and dancing and he's with his family. And it just seemed like he was so happy. There was nothing wrong. It, it looked like on the outside. Nothing was wrong. But why didn't this man feel that he had a safe space to go to, to reveal what was really going on on the inside of me? I looked at him. I looked at him, sis. I kept looking at him. I kept looking at him. And I was just like, what was it? What was it? What was it? That was so bad. And then all I could hear God say is create safe spaces for people to be vulnerable. You know how they talk about when people come into the church that, you know, that's what that's what it's there for. Hurting people come in. And if they're even, you know, we are the church. And so if there's people that are out here that don't feel like there's, they have anybody that's safe for them, that speaks, there's a problem, sis. There's a problem. There's a problem. And, I, I, and we can't, you can't really understand the depths of what someone is really going through on the inside. That's why it's so critical for us to be kind and to show 
God's love. It is, you know, and to open up, me and baby girl was talking and last night and I was like, you know, it just, it really hurts me to my core when I hear somebody decided to take their life, that they, they, they forgot that they were not valuable, that they are valuable. They forgot that their life, there's so many other people that's attached to their lives. And so for us, sis, I want us to kind of talk about what that looks like for us to create safe spaces for people. I have, like I told you guys, my circle is small. I have a safe space where I have maybe four that I literally can call at 12, one, two o'clock in the morning if I have to, and I know they're there. They may be sleeping. I'm gonna call them. I'm gonna call first, first, first and foremost. I'm calling on my heavenly Father. No. First and foremost, I'm calling on Him. But then, if I just need, you know, and I have never called nobody at midnight, one o'clock, but I know that I can. So, sis, talk about that a little bit, baby. As far as creating a, for us to create a safe place for those to come, and it's okay. So, first of all, sis. When we creating a safe space, when someone comes to us, we cannot be judgmental. That's right. the first thing. Don't judge people when they come to you because everybody's circumstances is different. Right. And right. when people go to talk to somebody, it's like, well, you know, that happened to me, but I just got over it. Well, you can. Not everybody can. So when somebody comes to talk to you, be there with a listening ear, say not it. a listening ear to to respond, to, to respond and, and 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 say something like, "Well, I got over it. Just get over it," right? You know? Or right. don't say stuff like, "Well, it worked out for me. It'll work out for you." Right. Truly listen. Listen with a heart of God, first of all, because it's too many people. You know, people talk to and they be like, "Oh, I heard you, but you, did you really?" Right. You know, you can hear them, but are you listening to what they're saying? And, you know, I hate when people's like, you know, um, you know, they commit suicide. They was just being selfish. Right, right. No, it's not. I don't think it's of them being selfish. I think that is they're in so much pain. They lost hope, sis. They lost hope, but they're in so much pain, sis, that they don't think they could get through it. Right. And right. Like you said, we didn't create a safe space. And going back to that safe space, a lot of people feel like they can't talk to people because as minorities, growing up, how many of you heard, you know, that ain't for us. Mental illness is not for us. We don't talk about our problems. Right. It's, it's ooh. Please stop doing this to our young men and boys. Mm. Do not show, um, don't, so what you're crying for? You showing a sign of weakness. weakness. Men don't cry. You a punk. You this. No. Mm. Let them be vulnerable. Let them express themselves. Yes. Nowhere in the Bible that said men can't cry. Jesus wept. Right, right, right. You see what I'm saying? <clears throat> and Absolutely. Me, when a man, shows emotion and can actually cry 
in front of people, that is so much strength to me. That is, look, that's hey, what say that. the man really is. Because it takes a strong man to cry in front of people to me. Absolutely. When, Bone and then, oh, thank you, Holy Father. Then we wonder why, sis, we got so much killing going on in the world. So right. many men killing each other. You know why? Because they don't know how to express their emotions. Right, right. They're, I'm strong. I'm supposed to be a man. I got to be tough. Killing people, having a gun, stabbing, that's not being tough. That's weak. Right, right. Stop teaching our young boys that if you cry, you're weak. No, if you cry, you're strong. You're showing that you're a human. You right. have emotions. Because the thing about that, growing up and they telling um, young boys that, they grow up with all these feelings inside that they can't express. Can't release. They don't release it. And then they wonder why so many people are getting divorced and so many men cheating and so many men doing stuff. And I'm not bashing men, okay? I'm not. But this is the reason why we have the issues with our men. Because they can't go to their woman and express how they feel. Well, right. I, I'm I'm unhappy with the what you said to me, or I feel like we should co-parent, or I feel like this. Instead, they're in a relationship and they and and something go wrong, and it's gonna be one or two things. They're gonna start being abusive, or they're gonna be cheaters, right. or they're gonna be both. Because they don't know how to express what they feel. Mm -hmm. And they're afraid if I show my emotions, I'm going to seem weak to her. And she's going to mess over me. Right. Stop doing that to our young men. Create a safe place where they feel like I could go to my parents and I could. And, and this is a boys and girls, men and women. Right. Create a space where I could go to my parents and openly talk about what ever it's too many of of parents today and and back in the past i can't go and talk to my mom about that i can't talk to my dad about that oh they'll lose their mind if i say this if they know i did this so when your kids come to you and be like good example thank you father hey mom dad i need to talk to you um, I'm dating and I feel like I want to have sex. Um, can you go get me some birth control? What's the first thing they're gonna say, babe, sis? No. Well, you crazy? You crazy? You have sex. That's just giving you permission. That's yeah. giving you permission to go that, out there and have sex. Well, they coming to you and they telling you to have these urges. They telling you they're ready, but they want to be protected. That's the time instead of you saying parents saying stuff like that. That's the time for you to sit down, explain what sex really is, and explain to them the intimacy of sex and how you don't want if this not the person you're gonna be with, you don't want all those spirits attached to you. Say it, and you don't want to have and having cheering for somebody that you don't want to spend the rest of your life with. Exactly. Because guess what? Because when you lose your, your mind when your child comes to they're going to go do it anyway. That's how they get pregnant. Because they came to you or they're scared to come to you. And now they're not protected. And they're going to get pregnant. Or better yet, guess what, guys? Pregnancy is the least of your worries these days. They could get something. They could 
not get cured for get rid of. Yeah. So talk to your kids, create a safe space. Because, and when I say that, I'm using the, the, the smallest form because <clears throat> the topic is really about suicide. But it starts with those little things. And that's my point. That's children. If your kids can't come to you with the little stuff, so when things going on where they feel like they have no hope, nowhere to turn, they're definitely not going to turn to you because I can't go to my mom and, or my dad, especially men. I can't go talk to my pops about this because he's going to think I'm weak. Yeah. I can't talk to my wife because I don't want to seem weak to her. Right, right. So what you do? You take your life. Because I don't have nowhere to go. I don't have <clears throat> nowhere to go. I have nowhere to turn to. I feel like I'm trapped. And I don't want this pain no more. Right. I'm alone. I'm alone. I don't have anybody. That part. That I can I can be vulnerable with. I can tell them that this is what I'm dealing with. I can tell them that this is what I'm struggling with. And they can, you might not say a word to people. You might just be, your presence is anointed as well. Right. Some, your presence is anointed if you're just there with somebody sitting next to them allowing them to cry allowing them to 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 lay on you you embrace them you know we just don't know and you're absolutely right sis with you know it starts with the children you know i remember when because you know i talked to mine about everything you know my babies we, <laughs> we talk about everything i don't care what it is right when they were growing up um you know Jeremy and his friends, my other cheering, my adopted cheering, they would be at the house and everything. We'd be having conversations about everything. And they were like, you talk to your mom about that? He was like, I talked to my mom about everything. And baby girl too, I talked to my mom about everything. You know, because the thing about it is I want to teach them in the home. I don't want them going out in the streets and in this world learning what I should, what I could have taught them and learning the wrong way because and the learning. people in the world ain't going to teach your kids the right way. Say it, say it. So this is how my mom put, I'm going to teach y'all because I don't want the world to teach y'all the wrong way. So I'm going to teach y'all and guess what? Everything parents don't have a, a handbook and this stuff, but what my mom did teach us, it still stick because guess what? She experienced life. Right. And the stuff she experienced that her parents probably didn't teach her, she could teach us. The stuff right. we experienced that our parents didn't teach us, we could teach our kids. There you and go. it goes down like that. You learn every experience builds on another experience. Right. And that's, that's how true. you teach your kids. That is this since oh. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Look, you know how they say they have signs. Not everybody going to give you a sign. Absolutely not. Everybody not going to give you a sign that they're going to take their life. Mm -mm. Because, and the reason why I say that, sis, is they probably don't know for sure themselves. Right. You know what I mean? So right. they're not going to give you a sign. They, I'm struggling with this. I'm not sure. And it could be one thing to set them over the edge. Right. And they don't have time to give away their things or 
say something or uh, give you one of the signs. In that split second, something could happen and they just they just do it. Right. Absolutely. So what I will oh and it, it oh thank you. Oh God, you're just going too fast for me. Hold on. <laughs> so get your breath, sis. Look, you switch as a <clears throat> his wife said he left the house, did not answer her calls. This is not his behavior. Absolutely. He said we didn't argue, we didn't get into it. He just left the house. And you know, that wasn't his normal behavior, but that don't mean she thought my husband is going to a hotel a motel or hotel and kill himself. She didn't know where he went. She didn't know where he went. He wasn't answering her calls. But in her mind, she definitely didn't think he was about to off himself. Right, right. I know this is not his behavior. Maybe he got a phone call that upset him and he just need time to cool off. And he right. don't want to talk to me. He'll talk to me when he get back. That's probably what she was thinking. Right. You know what I'm and saying? Then, you know, with Ellen canceling the show, you know, that could have, she could have thought about, well, maybe he just trying to, you know, because he's been with her for all these years. Maybe he's trying to get, collect his thoughts and get, you know, where he going next and what he going to exactly. do. You don't think about that somebody going to do that. You know he's what I'm saying? Help yourself. And that's what I'm saying. People don't always give you signs. But however, comma, <clears throat> who give you the signs? What do you do? What you do is you listen, ask the questions that need to be asked. Absolutely. Are you planning on committing suicide? Because you know what? A lot of people say, well, I don't want to ask them that because then it's putting it in their mind. No, it's already in their mind because they're giving you the signs. You're trying to That's get them to talk. So what you need to do is ask the questions. Ask some hard questions. Are you planning on committing suicide? Do you have any thoughts of taking your life? Right. Do you have a plan? What is your plan? Because if you ask them these things and they're talking to you out loud about it, they can hear themselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. And to them, be like, that sounds dumb. Why am I going to take my life? Well, what's going on to make you want to do this? Right. Well, what you think we could do or what you think I can do to help you resolve this? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and people don't want to ask those questions because if the person do do it after you ask those questions, it's not your fault. Right. You try it. Some people are hard-headed. Some people, when their mind made up, they will answer your questions, but they're going to do what they want to do. Right, right. A lot of people, well, if I ask them questions, feel like I pushed them to that. No. Stop thinking like that. Right. Because <clears throat> if you ask those questions, nine times out of ten, they will not kill themselves you may have that one that will do it because that person mind is made up and they don't care what you say but if you can save nine people out of ten if you can save one out of ten so it's the same thing exactly if you can save one out of ten but if you ask those questions sis, statistically nine out of ten because they're gonna talk themselves out of it 
Because they're going to think. Asking them questions and they can hear themselves talk, oh, mm -hmm. saying craziness. And right. they that's dumb as hell. Yeah. Now, now, after you get them not to do it that day, don't mean they're not going to have suicidal thoughts or tendencies. Right. So if you stop, if you talk them out of doing it, give them the suicide hotline. Get them connected with people who could continue to mentor them, get them counseling, therapy to help them. Right, right. You did your part. <clears throat> now let the professionals take over. There you go. Absolutely. That is so good, sis. Let's see what what they um been when been talking. You know, we like to communicate safe, safe place. Absolutely. We have to create safe places, you guys. You know, I don't care what it is. Let them let them be vulnerable. And y'all be vulnerable as well. We're gonna go into the ones that are actually in that place in just a moment. When you and don't have you are so right. You are so I read it, sis. See when you don't have that place, when you don't have that place to feel safe, you feel alone. You think people are going to judge you or look down on you because you have mental issues. Lord, this hit home. Look, Erica, you are so right. Right. I, guys, let me tell you something. I see mental issues every day. I right. work in the hospital, the mental state hospital. I see it. And let me tell you something. Mental health is real. Right. Not everybody going to get to the place where my patients are, but mental health is real. And right. I see people, a lot of minorities in a state hospital and not as many as we should have in there because how many of the minorities, you know, that's homeless, that have mental issues. A lot of homeless people have mental issues and right. people support them because, oh, they're homeless. Right. And the thing about, oh, since the thing about that is we as a society got to do more in mental health. Mental health is one of the least um, support. They, they're not supported as they should be. They're, the funding is not as as it should be for mental right. health. Right. I think that is like one of the number one things in America right now is mental health. A lot of people commit suicide because they have some type of mental illness. Right. And what I want people to, to stop doing is looking at people who have mental illness as looking down on them or, or they're retarded. It is no. Right. Because the mind is a very sensitive and fragile part of your body. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like a thread that could just break and it and it switch off. You could be Saying one day and insane the next. Right. It it just takes that one thing to make you snap. Right. Mental illness could run in the family. Mental illness could be developed over time. And what people don't know, drugs could also help you have mental issues. Absolutely. People are doing all these different drugs, and I see it. With your psyche. Absolutely the psyche and you start hearing voices because of those drugs honey let me tell y'all something stop looking down on these people offer them help 
you know, a smile can go a long way. I'm telling you. You don't have to say things to people. Walk past them and smile. And you know what I really hate? When they be like, oh, I smile and then smile. I ain't smiling back. No, you smile every day at them. Because right. what you're doing is you're tearing down that wall. Because they may have something in their life where, oh, this person used to smile at me. Or this person, I used to smile at people and they never got a smile back. So I don't smile at nobody. But you smile, you break and you're chipping away at that wall every day. Every day. You just smile. Absolutely. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Smile. Say that. If you don't want to talk, just smile. I know we wear masks in the workplace and stuff, but you can smile with your eyes. Absolutely. You you know people can see you smile. Yes. With your eyes. So, you know, they have Mental Health Awareness Month. I think mental health awareness should be every month. Every, every day. Because so, it's, it's, it's happening far too too often. And not only with men, with young people. Oh, yes, honey. Some kids, you know, teenagers. I Look, mm. and these teenagers, you know, when they get to be teenagers, they, they feel like, my parents don't understand because they don't talk to me. All they do is fuss at me. They they are, you know. Sis, go ahead. Cause I this is, you know, this is oh, go ahead. I can't. You no, know, you know, and I and I know, sis, you know, why why do I don't understand why, you know, many people try to take care of different physical ailments, things on the body, you know, but the, the part that's missing is the main part that's missing. Why do you think in the word it says, do not be conformed to this world, but renew your, tr be transformed by the renewing of your mind? Because that mind, our brain is so powerful. But a lot of times people won't treat the brain. And that's what it is. I think it requires you know, where you, if you're hearing somebody speak, if you're, you just kind of seeing how folks acting, okay, what's going on? Listen, listen, listen and see, listen and watch what's going on, what you're seeing. I ask God every single day, sis, to open my spiritual eyes and ears so that I can see in the spirit realm, so I can discern What's going on? And that's what we need to do. We need to ask God, open us up so that we will be able to see. We'll be able to hear what's really going on in the spirit realm. Right. You know, and, and getting your word. I got a couple of declarations that I want us to, um, that I want you guys to, if you have pen, write it down. Because you, you, what you do is for the ones that are having a rough time and they're in a place of depression. You guys, I didn't know it was so many types of depression. You know, and I've been really, you know, I've been really looking into these different things because I'm so intrigued with the mind and what's, what, what people think and how they think and why you're thinking like that. You know, let's dialogue. Let's have a conversation. You know, we talk all the time, sis, about stuff like that. I mean, my baby girl, we talk all the time. There's, let's see, run them down real quick. Major depression, 
anxiety distress, uh, mel melancholy. There is agitated, where people just agitated. That's a form of depression. I didn't know that. Um, persistent depression disorder, bipolar disorder. I knew about that one. Seasonal affective disorder. They call it sad. And that's that's what we were talking about in the beginning of the, you know, of us talking this conversation was this season sad, seasonal depression. You know, but people, are you are you being able to be vulnerable and express this is how I'm feeling? You know, just like I told you, shoot, the last couple of years, I wasn't feeling these holidays. But God reminded me, embrace right now. Embrace it. You're here. You have love all around you. I love you. And you know that. You know, and you give, y'all know I'm love walking. <laughs> love walking and love hugging. She's doing it all, honey. Y'all just know that's who I am. You know, and so I, I knew that that was a thing. And I'm like, oh, my word. And then you got psychotic depression. Mm -hmm. I knew about that one. Uh, postpartum depression. I knew about that one. Um, situational depression. That's, that's what my son went through. Situational depression. I, I, I've been studying. I've been looking at some stuff, y'all. And if you guys, you know, it, it's pretty much plain, situational. Whatever situation you're going through and you feel like you can't get out of. Absolutely. Could, you could be depressed. That's and true. sometimes you could see it. Sometimes you can't. Because if they don't express what they're going through, the situation they're going through, they could go through like you on the outside looking in, you think they're happy. But then right. inside they tore up because how am I get out of this situation? How am I do? It's no way out for me, but right. to take my life. Right. Right. And you know what, sis, it's crazy that you you would say that is because you, you for the ones that's on here, everybody don't know. But when I got the phone call from the detective and he was sharing about my son and what they saw. And, you know, he was like, Miss Green, I really believe from what I see that he saw no way out. There were some decisions that was made prior to him turning and taking his own life, you know. But he told me, he said, he, I believe your son didn't see any other way out. Because he probably thought in his mind, I'm done. I'm done. I'm going to rot in prison. He told us that he will never go to prison. And that's why I was like situational. There was things that was going on because, you know, you know, I found out what was going on because we don't we, we, we don't do that. What? What? No, you don't do that. But I, I learned that there's situational depression and instantaneous decisions that somebody makes. They can make a split decision. I, I Let me share something with y'all. Never make a permanent decision from a temporary situation. Yes. Never, make, one more time, never make a permanent decision 
for a temporary situation. And like you said, sis, I don't, I didn't think it can change. I didn't think it would change, but it will change. We are here to encourage you guys. It will change and it will, it is going to change. Everything that we see here in the natural is going to change. There's nothing constant but change. And let me let me let me say this, sis. It will change when you call out to our Father and you stop trying to do it on your own. Absolutely. And you ask God to take control of that situation, and you tell Him to deal with it, and you rest in Him, knowing that He will. It yeah. will change. It's too many times we try to change situations on our own yes too many times we're dependent on our own understanding when we should be dependent on god right right we can't do it we're not god we're not we can't fix it we can mess it up right but we can't (laughs) fix it right right but we can't fix it you're absolutely right sis i wanted to share it was, it's many things that I wrote down here. And you know, you guys. We're going to have a part two. Next we are. We're going to continue this conversation. We're going to have, we are definitely going to have a part two. But I want, before we do um, in this conversation, I want to give you guys something, you know, some words. And it's straight out of the word of God. It's out of the Bible. So if you guys can, grab you a pen and a piece of paper. Because I'm going to give you some nuggets and I want you to pray these over your life. This is a first statement. Life is not a sprint. It is a marathon. Life is not a sprint. It is a marathon. One day at a time. Seek ye first the kingdom. He tells us in the word what we should be seeking what we should be thinking about. I'm not going to, you know what? Thank you, Father. I'm not going to give you scripture. I want you to go search it on your own. I'm going to give you the words from the word. And I want you to go and search it so that you can meditate on it. This is how we get through. This is how we go through. You notice through? We go through. We don't stay there. We don't remain the same. We don't remain in that place. And if you feel that, Father, help me. Help me. Seek first the kingdom. Nothing can stop the plan. uh, Nothing can stop God's plan for my life. Nothing can stop God's plan for my life. Get in the word. Understand where these are coming from. I'm not going to even give you scripture. I'm just giving you the word. I will not leave you as an orphan. Hmm. I won't leave you. Accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. As soon as I give these to you, we're going to say a prayer and I'm going to include these, these words. So, because when we pray, we're supposed to pray God's word over our lives. The Lord is my shepherd. 
He's your shepherd. He takes care of you. Press. <laughs> Press toward the call. The high calling in Christ Jesus. Press. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not to your own understanding. I'm going to give you the rest of it. In all your ways, acknowledge him. Yes. And he shall direct your path. Find it in the word. Meditate on the word of God, you guys. God's plan for my life will prevail. He knows the plans that he has for me. Everything that I go through is working for my good. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Stay attached to the vine. This is a comment that I wrote down. Stay attached to the vine. Look that up. The vine. Also, Father, I receive your life-giving water. Every last thing that I just said is in the word. Every last thing. Except Jesus. That's the very last thing I said. Except Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And trust him. And so how you put that in a prayer. Says so any last minute comments before we close with the prayer? Because I want to pray. Um, If you need help, call the suicide hotline. Reach out to somebody. Stay connected to God like you connected to TikTok. Just stay. Say it. Say it. God. So let's go before our father, before we close, you guys. Heavenly Father, we just thank you. Yes, Father. We thank you first and foremost for who you are. Yes. We thank you for placing us in this day, Father, so that we can partner with you. We thank you that you have brought the kingdom of heaven yes. to this earth on this day, Father. Yes, Father. Father, we thank you for using us as such mighty vessels to reach many for the kingdom. Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you that we're hands and feet here on this earth. Yes. We thank you that you told us to go and I will make you fishers of men. Yes, Father. Father, we thank you that I will go God. And win souls for the kingdom every single day. Yes. Father, I thank you that I seek the kingdom every single day. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Yes, God. Father, I seek the kingdom. Nothing can stop me from your plans. Yes. Everything that you have for me is for me. Oh, thank you, Father. Father, I thank you that you would not leave me nor forsake me. Yes. I thank you that you, you would not leave me as an orphan. 
I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior today, Father. If you if you are under the sound of my voice, yes. if you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, today is the day. Yes, Lord. Yes. To say, I accept you, Jesus. I know that I am a sinner and I need a Savior. Yes. I know that you are the Son of God. And I need help. Yes. I need you to help me walk through this journey called life. Yes, God. I love you and I will do the best I can yes. to fulfill the plan and purpose that you have for my life. I accept you, Jesus. Yes, God. I speak it out of my mouth and I believe it in my heart that I am saved. Yes, Father. You have just accepted Jesus. And I thank you, Father, that you are my shepherd. Yes, God. And I am your sheep. You lead me. Holy Spirit, thank you. Thank you, Father. For being my teacher. Thank you for being my comforter. Yes. Thank you for leading God in me into all truth. Yes, God. So therefore, I will press toward the call on my life. Yes, God. Because I know that there's so many people that's attached to me. And I say yes. Yes, Father. Yes. Yes with movement. Father, I trust in the Lord with all my heart. I trust you. I trust you I trust with all my heart. Yes, God. And I lean not to my own understanding. Father. Because I know your thoughts are way greater yes, than God. my thoughts. Yes. I trust you. I trust the plan and purpose yes. that you have for my life. You said that your word will not return to me void. Yes. So everything that you have promised me will come forth in my life. Yes, Father. In the right time and in the right season. Yes, God. Father, I thank you that there's times and seasons for everything under the sun. Yes, God. I thank you once again that I know that your plan for my life will prevail. Yes, Father, thank you. Father, I will press. I will press. I will press. I will endure. I will endure. I will persevere. Yes, yes. I will stand. Father, I am not immovable. Yes. I'm not shakable because I know you're not. Yes. You're not immovable and you're not shakable. Everything that we're seeing in the physical, you are not surprised yes. because you already know. You have gone before us. And you know, Father, and I thank you that you give us wisdom. You said that you will not, you will give us wisdom so that we will lack nothing. Yes. And any device that the enemy throws at us, we're prepared. We're yes. armored up. Father, I thank you that we're armored up Father. in the name of Jesus. Jesus. We are armored up. Yes, Lord. Father, I thank you that everything that I endure, yes. everything that I go through, I know that it's working for my good, but for your glory. Yes, God. Yes. For my good, but for your glory. Yes, Father. I thank you. I can do all things that you have purposed and destined me to do yes. in my life because I have Christ and he strengthens me every single day of my life. 
Father, I will stay attached to the vine. I will stay attached to you. Yes. Because I know my life given water flows from you. Yes, Father. And I receive it every single day, Father. Yes, I receive it. I receive it, Father, so that I too can go and I can be a disciple. Yes. And I can share the good news of my Heavenly Father. I can be hands and feet. It's you saying your word that the harvest is few, the harvest is plentiful. There's many out there that need me. Yes. But the laborers are few. Come on, yeah. Father, send me. Yes. Send me into the harvest field so that I can be a laborer for yes. your kingdom. Yes. For your kingdom. Our life's assignment is that we reconcile people back to Christ. Yes, Father. So, Father, we thank you. Thank you, Father. For loving us enough to choose us for such a time as this so that we can touch one soul yes, at a time. One person at a time. Yes. And, Father, we thank you that we are creating spaces of safety Yes. For people to come and say, this is what I'm going through. Yes. Can you please just be there? Can you listen to me? Can you help me? Yes. And if you cannot help me, redirect me. Yes. Father, I thank you. Thank you. I thank you. I thank you for using me and my sis. In such a mighty way. Yes. Father, I thank you for choosing us. Yes, God. I thank you for choosing us. Father. We say yes. 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 Because there's so many people that we know are attached to our obedience. Yes, Father. So, Father, we thank you for the ones that hear right now, they're under the sound of my voice. Yes, Father. That they understand that their life, their lives, there's value. Yes. There's a plan and purpose that God has for you. Yes, God. It is not the end. It is only the beginning. Yes, Father. Of what he has for each and every one of you. So grab hold to it like never before. Yes. And declare his word over your life, over your lives every yes. single day. Because there's a reason why you're here. Yes. There's a reason why you're here and only you can do it. What did God say to you? What did he say to you? You're the only one that can do what he told you to do. So yes. do it. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Father. We give you honor. We give you praise and glory. Yes, Father. For who you are, Father. Yes. For your great agape love for us. Yes. Father, we thank you that as everybody laid their heads down tonight, Father, that yes. you give them a peaceful and restful sleep. Yes. And so that they're refreshed and ready for a brand new day to partner with you. If you so, if you see fit that we are here another day. Yes, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus, and thank you, Holy Spirit. Remember, you're valued. You're valuable. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Ooh, girl. Thank you, Father. Thank you. You guys, we love y'all. We thank y'all for hanging in there with us. We we have gone over our hour time, but you know what? We can't stop what God is doing. We will not stop what God is doing. Right. So we thank you. We bless you. We ask God to protect you and favor you. You are already favored. You're already blessed. Yes. You just got to walk in it and understand and believe it. That God has a plan and purpose for your life. And you're the only one. There's many people that are attached to your obedience. Be obedient and do what God tells you to do. Yes. And do not be afraid. If he told you to do it, you're well, you're well able. And yeah. he equipped you to do it. Thank you, you guys. Thank you for joining us tonight. Yes, we love you. That this topic was is, is necessary. Yes. And yes. we love y'all so much. We love y'all. Yes. Remember your hands and feet for the kingdom. And you're valuable. Your vulnerability is your strength. Yes. It's your strength. Sis, you good, baby? Any last minute? We good? I'm good, you guys. You know, we love y'all. Reach out. Yeah. Do not, do not let the devil play with your mind. Right. And have you guys to think it's no way out. It's help out there. Yeah. If you have any suicidal thoughts or tendencies, please call the suicide hotline. Talk to your pastor. Reach out to somebody you trust. Everybody going through it. Be that listening ear. Ask those hard questions. Please, I'm begging you guys. Mm. This is serious. Mental health is real. Yeah. We love y'all. We love y'all. Amen. Thank you, sis. I love you, baby. Love you too, boo. Good night, y'all. Good night. <laughs>